1: because there's exciting dates coming soon Yeah Keep the eyes peeled That's Keep all we're the to eyes on that. and ears or peeled Oh, the ears Because you might yeah. hear it on here again Do you keep your ears peeled? Keep the ears clean I would say
0: Anyway maybe. we're waffling Anyway also link in the episode description On how to get your tickets
1: Exactly See you then See you girlies I'm so excited I'm so excited Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile With the price of just about everything Going up during inflation We thought we'd bring our prices at uh, when me and my dancer girlies used to hit the club. <laughs> like, I'm sorry now. Walk in, we used to burst open the doors. I used to point to the DJ and he'd be like, why is he pointing to me? And then i just pretend he's playing my track. And then we used to make a circle and I'm not and go like full of routines like. The lads used to come up to me after us, they'd feel accepted because they'd be like, oh PJ, why that was this? I never knew you could dance like that. Pure robot like.
0: But see, that's unreal because you could do the hip hop bits, but imagine me with another front kick. You know what I mean? There's only so many times you can do it, or like me doing around the head to the floor to a ripple up. I love it. There's no need for it. You know what I mean. Hey mummies! I'm Kevin and I'm PJ and welcome back to I'm Grandmam. Grandma.
1: You whispered that!
0: I did, I wanted to do like a different take on it. Different tone. I'm trying to think what day of quarantine are we now? There's no point in keeping tally, is there really? No, uh,
1: well what even day is it? I don't even know. Yeah,
0: exactly. I feel like it's like Groundhog Day really, isn't it?
1: No, every day is kind of different. Is it? Yeah.
0: Mm. Mm, I want to keep it positive But is every day different? Well, the weekend I'm still treating the weekends like the weekend And I can't wait for tomorrow Because we're doing the margarita night
1: Yeah, you have to mark the weekend like
0: Not margarita pizza, girlies Margarita margaritas Am I right? (laughs) I've never made
1: margaritas I haven't drank them since I went on a work night out And I drank so many margaritas That they wouldn't let me into the bar Oh, God. And I peed in the middle of a street. Oh,
0: you said that, and I remember, like, I was trying to calm you down the next day because you had an awful case at the fear.
1: Oh, it was so bad. But I just went in, and my boss was like, Ah, we've all been there. And yeah. Was, right. Ah, we have, though. Well... Have we?
0: I find it difficult to pee in public, so I wouldn't pee on a street. Have
1: 16 margaritas, and you <laughs> <will>. <laughs> How's everyone else doing, though? Enough about us. I know. How are we, girls? I feel like the more... We're doing the
0: whole isolation thing The more I'm just kind of getting used to it, I'm like Oh this is daily life now Like what What was life like before this
1: Yeah I know what you mean And I'm like rediscovering Like parts of myself That I like thought were like gone You know Like what? Like I rediscovered my love of soup Like Yeah you're having soup every day of the week love soup lads There's nothing nicer than a wholesome bowl of the good stuff. Yeah,
0: I used to love soup and assemble when you used to get the combo meals and O'Brien's back home. Like,
1: why did I stop eating soup? Do you think like my life just got too busy? Soup's definitely a thing you eat when you're like wanna slow down.
0: Yeah, or I always think of it as if I'm going out to a restaurant and I'm doing a three courser. I'd always get a soup starter. Like, forget your ghost cheese tartlet.
1: No, but it's unreal. Like, it has all of your favourite day, i sure. Yeah. And it's just pure yummy, like... But you've been buying ones from the shop or have you been doing homemade ones? No, I haven't done any homemade ones. Stop outing me. But we should try making our own
0: soups, I feel.
1: But like, do you know the way people do like cereal killer cafe over here and it's like a, a cafe and just serve cereal? Yeah, I'm kind of obsessed with that.
0: I want to do... Very expensive though, you want to get a tiny bowl and I love a big bowl of cereal.
1: Anyway, I want to open that type of cafe but we just serve loads of different soups. With artisanal bread. I love the bread bit, you need a load of pots
0: <laughs> for all the soups. The thing is, I suppose, with variety... Butternut
1: squash soup. I know there's a lot of different
0: types of soups. I'm not debating that. Oxtail soup. Oxtail soup. Is that a thing over here? You'd never hear of an oxtail soup, or you'd never go out and see oxtail soup on a menu, really, would you?
1: Is bovril the same as oxtail soup? What's bovril
0: again? That's not a soup. That's kind of like a... Medicinal.
1: My dad used to love bovril. Really? I think it's oxtail soup, right?
0: I don't think it is, because then it would just be called Oxtail Soup. What is Bovril? Actually... Well, like
1: who, I think it's pure, like... Bovril is the name of a thick and salty meat extract paste similar to yeast extract.
0: Oh, that's disappointing.
1: Do you drink it, then, as a drink? Bovril beef is the original beefy hot drink. (laughs) i you are you selling it for me? That
0: sounds kind of chaotic. I don't wanna. I don't wanna try it.
1: Ten things about Baffle you probably didn't know.
0: And don't want to know either. Can we close down okay, the phone? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany Dupree had it up on her Instagram this week. She was doing like a Would you rather or whatever, and this actually stopped me in my tracks. Would you rather a bowl of soup and a half a sandwich, or a full sandwich and a cup of soup? Are they my only options? Yeah, it's one or the other. Would you rather?
1: But I don't get the bowl of soup and a half a sandwich. Like, what are they doing with the other half of the sandwich? Just give me that as well.
0: Yeah. I suppose they give it to the next person. With it. Oh, no, because then they might want something different in their yeah, sandwich. Yeah, do you
1: know what I mean? That's true, That's isn't just it? just means stingy. Yeah,
0: I'd always want the whole sandwich, because I just want the taste of the soup.
1: Also, why can't I have a bowl of soup and a full sandwich? Why does it have to be That's a half? That's not in the deal. But I'm not watching my weight at all.
0: But there's obviously a deal.
1: But what are they doing with the other half? Is you one making the sandwich going? <laughs> I'm going to have that for my lunch. <laughs> or maybe... Yeah,
0: that's... Why am I finding it so hard to compute?
1: Like, what do they do with the other half of I the sandwich? I don't know. We'll have to
0: get in touch. Girlies, if anyone's listening
1: from O'Brien's... What do you do with the other half of sandwich? If anyone works in a cafe, let us know where did those other half of sandwiches go.
0: How long have we been talking about so far? We're way off schedule, girlies, and you know me, I love sticking to my sketch. You know what they should start doing? We should do like quarantine advent calendars You know just because like it's like a treat for another new day
1: Wouldn't that be something? Yeah but they'd have to go on forever because we're never getting out
0: That's the only thing when would you stop doing the days?
1: Yeah That dog needs to stop barking Oh for fuck's sake we're recording like Who owns that dog? I don't know I don't know why <laughs> Who owns that dog? Let me, let me make an announcement Let the me street. just open my register of dogs in the area <laughs> Oh, happy Easter girls Happy Easter girlies Crack open those eggs I hope the bunny came. to yeah What's the story with that Easter bunny? I don't know what's going
0: on I feel like we need to come up with like a better thing than an Easter bunny Because as well
1: Rabbits don't even lay eggs It should definitely be an Easter chicken
0: An Easter hen Now, I used to love Easter when I was younger Because like the fat boy in me jumped out and I used to love
1: getting the eggs. I do love Easter eggs. Why is chocolate when it's in the shape of something else so much nicer? Yeah.
0: I know what you mean, actually. If you're one, like, chocolate in the shape of other things, like, I always wanted the chocolate frogs from Harry Potter.
1: Yeah. Because they what? were in Just the shape a of a Fredo. frog. <laughs> <laughs> Just get a Freddo, you <laughs> monk. That's actually true. No,
0: but like, they're just a flat bear.
1: But they're in the shape of a frog. No, but the other ones are like a 3D
0: frog, you know what I mean? Like pure 3D printer.
1: Yeah, but like, it's just a Fredo. isn't Same it? Same thing, actually, yeah. Oh my god, Freddos were like way ahead of their game. JK Rowling definitely just popped to the shop one day, picked up a Fredo, and was like, Oh my god, and then just made up Harry Potter.
0: <laughs> oh my god, and then she turned the Fredo gay. <laughs> what about... That notion that chocolate is better than sex. How do we feel
1: about that? Well, like, if I wanted the ride and someone handed me a fucking Twix, I'd be like, fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) What's your favourite Easter egg? Do you ever tell them that?
0: Mm, I used to always just get a Buttons Easter egg when I was younger. I used to love, even though... There was no surprise really I was going to say I love the surprise of opening up to find the bag of buttons inside the egg
1: You know you're loved if your relatives bought you Cadbury's Yeah If they're buying you Nestle They were hurt as a child They definitely didn't, you're not their favourite I'm sorry They've been
0: through some kind of trauma I would say, bless them So if you're out there
1: If you've received a Nestle easter egg we have a hotline that you can ring What about the churches then
0: And the biggest event of the year Has been cancelled They're up to 90 What are they going to do But did you see that The Catholic Church in Ireland Are looking for a bailout From the state Because obviously They've kind of no money Coming in at the moment They're looking for money Off the state Go on away Go on away And sell all your jewels
1: <laughs> Go in and sell your rubies
0: girls We're What sure? are you on about They're
1: asking to For money For what Because obviously They can't have collections At mass At but- mass <laughs> But the Pope is living in a fucking palace. The Pope has his own city. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Or like, all the bits they had in the churches. Sell a church. Sell a fucking Eucharist. Sell some of the goblets. Sell some of the gold. Them bells are definitely worth something. What bills do the church have to pay, though? Like... I, was, I was going to say electricity, but it's all candles. It's all candles and frankincense. <laughs>
0: Matches. The match is expensive. They have to buy the wine, but it's sure no one's drinking the wine then. So they do not. And have to they drink.
1: only get the cheap plonk from little.
0: <laughs> I don't think so. What else? They had to buy? They get
1: high-end wine for the mass. What did they have to spend money on? The uh, rent of the gas. But they're not renting it, surely, because it's gone to the house. Okay, let's get into this week's theme. Let's. This week's theme is dancing through life. Alexa. Play Fame by Naturi Norton. I love this. I kind of Play love the like, main camera version as well. 25. I like the modern one.
0: I do like this one as well. It
1: just all clicks. I can just feel it in my bones. Fishnets No. I feel like this Backpack one is. Backpack in New York. Running to an audition. <laughs> <laughs> in Wait. your character shoes. Everybody shut up. Ball change. Cross the floor. Step. Kick. Step. Kick. Step. Ball slide. Change. Step. Back. Pad right, double pirouette, gallop, jeté. Next, don't leave the floor empty, girls. I got more in
0: me. <laughs> Alexa, and you, We didn't even listen to the fame
1: base. We did. All Remember time. my Alexa.
0: name. We were too busy giving instructions for the corner work. Alexa, resume. <laughs> Oh my who god, I am? ready?
1: I remember my name, Fair Reach. <laughs> anyway, girlies. So, this week's theme of dancing is inspired by everybody hopping on TikTok dancing trends.
0: What's the story with that? I'm yet to create a TikTok, and I feel like I'd love it. But I want the first TikTok to be a banger and I can't come up with the first one.
1: It's the anxiety of having your first TikTok. Is yeah. stopping me from joining. stopping on me TikTok. from joining. I will eventually though. I just think it's so funny. Everyone's put up with their story, cracked and went on TikTok. I'm like, no, one am forced to You just went on. Like- the
0: thing is with TikTok though, I feel like you'd be sitting down. You can spend so many hours. I mean, this is the thing with social media in general. You can just spend hours aimlessly scrolling. But sometimes I get stuck in an awful TikTok hole.
1: That's why it's called TikTok, babe. You be right? spending all the time on it. Is that why they called it that? No, but I just saw Oh my it. God, that actually sounds plausible. Yeah. I spend so much time. Has anyone... It's the algorithm. The algorithm's addictive. It's actually kind of dangerous. And apparently scathing expose, girlies. If you
0: say scathing expose about anything else ever but again... But this
1: is a scathing expose. What is it? I read an article during the week. That it said when TikTok's algorithm favors like good-looking people and hides like what they deem ugly people on their feed to make their platform seem more like aspirational. So what? There's people like
0: sitting at TikTok HQ, like going through, being like, "Oh, he's cute." I mean, the dancing's shocking, but we let's put, put him off the top. I mean, I'm loving one section of TikTok, which is, it's called. My dad's a dilf or something like that Or it's like The dad dilf challenge And there's like Young American girls Who have righty dads Are like So And it's like a voiceover thing And yeah. they're like So My friends think my dad's cute What do you think? And then they like go to their dad And the dad nine times out of ten Is always a ridey
1: daddy Because of the algorithm What well, like, you wouldn't be doing it If your dad wasn't righty If, if my dad was a ride, I still wouldn't be like Look at my dad who's a ride. Do you think people
0: are aware That their dads are a ride Like we'll say Like the Beckhams You know
1: what I mean Brooklyn Beckhams like My dad's a ride Fuck
0: Do you know what I mean Yeah I suppose you would be aware of it
1: I um, Yeah But like What would you do with that info You know what I mean
0: I know But it would just be a bit weird Wouldn't it
1: But you're not going to be attracted to him I know
0: that I'm not suggesting that But I'm just saying It's just a bit weird isn't it Yeah Imagine if your dad was Ava Beckham. I would be attracted to
1: I think. I think it will be... I'd, have very, I'd be very fucked.
0: I'd be... <laughs> I'd, I'd probably have a nervous breakdown if my dad was Ava Beckham. I'd yep. be sniffing his shorts.
1: Don't. I, I didn't want to say it, but I knew you were going to say it. What? That. I didn't say anything.
0: But you know what I mean. It must be very tough for those kids. Oh, Actually, no. it's not. They're all minted.
1: These influencer TikTok-y dancer girlies... Got us talking about when we first started dancing.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I don't think we've kind of delved into it too much about, like, how we really kind of ended up over here in London, really.
1: Yeah, literally, dancing has such a huge impact on mine and Kevin's life. Like, it's the reason we're in London. It's how we know each other. How we met. It's how we met. Like, it's a huge... And it was, like, basically it was my life for, like, years. Yeah.
0: And it was the reason I'm gay.
1: It's not the reason you're it gay. Is. It
0: is. I heard Madonna's folk at a young age, and I just went, "Ma'am, I'm a gay man now. I'm sorry, I've been converted."
1: You dropped into the splits, and you goes, "Oh my god!" <laughs> so, girls, we're going to take you through the choreography, if you will, of <laughs> the five, dance, six, seven, eight of our dance line. Exactly. So, should we start from the beginning? Yeah. So I was in the womb. My mum thought I was kicking, but I was doing high kicks across the uterus. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> I actually didn't start dancing until, like, later in life. Mm-hmm. So, I could always dance, and, like, at the 60th and fiftieths, the mammies wouldn't leave me alone. They ate me up. I was on the floor yeah. from the minute I got there, and I was twirling them around. I love that. And their husbands were delighted, because they were up at the bar getting a drink the whole time. <laughs> I used to be dripping in sweat.
0: That's the thing, that I actually... Dislike about the whole dancing thing these days Is now when I do end up at a wedding Or a 60th I am always dragged to the dance floor And people like just think I'm a performing monkey And they're like Oh you dance, dance Or like my aunts and uncles be like Do a dance there And I'm like What? I don't ask you to do my accounts Yeah You know what I mean? <laughs> you don't
1: ask your cousin who's an accountant To do your accounts on the smart. Exactly
0: So like why Why do you get me to do this for?
1: I always think that's so funny When they just go dance Or you have kids go do a backflip I'm like <laughs> I'm not a fucking acrobat
0: I remember though being I think we were down in Bally Licky, um, Where Pawdrick had a summer house Very fancy He had a caravan down there And there Stop was calling it a summer house When he lived in a trailer <laughs>
1: <laughs> Well like You'd summer i come It was a caravan Yeah a
0: caravan But it was gorgeous It wasn't a caravan Sorry it was actually a mobile home So it was a summer home difference? really They're
1: all on wheels
0: no, mobile home would be the one that you attach You can attach to a car and what, and A, a caravan. caravan you can actually drive around in that's sounds more cool No, mobile homes are huge Huge, huge, huge And you have an awning at the side For like your kind of al fresco, But still protected from the elements bits Okay Anyway, long story short, there was some girlies hovering around, and they pure thought they were the shit doing all the dance routines. Me and drew though, because we were unreal and we weren't going to be shown up by these like six-year-olds, we were like out of the way girlies, and we just dropped into splits. The two of us. down now, that was probably the gayest moment of our lives, but also pure
1: like you got served belly licky edition. <laughs>
0: The girls are just like, shaking because they were like, well, how did this even come about? So when did you actually start like, doing dancing properly?
1: I never like, started going to classes or anything, but I, I started getting more into dance when I saw Honey, the film. Yeah. It was literally the most influential film of my life. Really? It made me, I left the cinema and I goes, oh my god, I'm going to be a dancer. Before that, I wasn't really like, taking it serious. But like, you were still dancing in your room, is it? No. That's when I started. Okay, from seeing the movie. Yeah, so I got the DVD and there was a tutorial on it yeah. uh, with Laurie and Gibson teaching the curry. Huh. So I learned that. Then I used to make up my own routines in my room and showed them to uh, my sister's best friend, Marissa. So I always say, like, I never would have, like, Kept going with dancing if Marissa wasn't like my hype girlie. Oh, we love Marissa. Marissa, you're a pet. But I used to be skitting like, because I'd be dancing in my room, and then, like, my my dad would come in and be like, what's all the banging about? And I'd, like, be jumping on my bed, dripping in sweat. He definitely thought I was just, like, having aggressive wanks.
0: (laughs) But it's weird the way you say with the Honey Daniels thing, because I kind of feel that Billy Elliot kind of had the same effect on me when I saw that for the first time. I've never
1: seen Billy Elliot.
0: That's criminal. Are you serious?
1: And I should because the amount of times I've been fucking compared to him. Because really? I'm just a guy who dances. Yeah,
0: yeah. I remember I was at a summer camp before and it was the first time I did a dance with Molly Ward, right? And oh, we love
1: Molly. Shout out to Molly. Shout out
0: to Molly. Shout out to the number one hype girlie.
1: You know Molly is actually the one who got us started saying girlies.
0: Molly started saying am I right girlies and we've been hooked since. But... I remember, so she was always doing ballet, right? And her ballet teacher, Miss Murphy, uh, asked me to do a duet with her to the Lion King. And I put her up (laughs) my shoulder. I put her up my shoulder and the rest is history, girlies.
1: Is that your first time you danced? Uh, Danced
0: properly, yeah. I mean, what happened was, so like, I was always kind of into acting. So I, we did Aladdin when I was in first class, right? And... But you weren't
1: into acting there, you did like a school play, babe. Yeah,
0: but like... Were you Aladdin? No, so what happened was, it was an all-boys school and she couldn't get anyone to play Aladdin's mam. And I was like... (laughs) Well, obviously I'm going to want to play the mam, like, how iconic. So I was like, I'll be the mam.
1: Aladdin doesn't even have a mam in the film. It was
0: a random adaptation of it. I mean, it was very weird.
1: Like, Aladdin's meant to be an orphan street rat.
0: Yeah, it was like a mix match of a load of different shows like Robin Hood's Merry Men were in it as well. (laughs) It was a bit weird.
1: I love when schools do that, just mix all the storylines together. Oh, like,
0: as if we weren't confused enough already as kids, like, and this just completely threw a spanner in the works. Go on, anyway. I was the mam initially, but the mam only had a few lines, right, because she's only in at the start. Yeah. But cut forward to, like, the week of the show, and half the lads in our class didn't have a clue with their lines. But I knew the whole script, honey, and I was literally like even when other lads be saying their lines, I was like mouthing them anyway. Oh, Aladdin. that's
1: so annoying.
0: Well, like, I wasn't doing it to the lads, I was kinda of doing it so the teacher knew I knew the lines, you know what I mean? That that's I even my more my shit. Annoying. But we didn't have enough money in the budget for a prompter, so I had to you know what I mean? I was just <laughs> assisting. Anyway, Aladdin didn't know his lines. Week <gasps> of the show, I get bumped up to be Aladdin. You took his spot. Well, he never came in with the lines. You took his gig. And it's so funny because then the teacher was like, "Oh, Jack, are you okay with playing the man?" And he was like, "Okay." He obviously didn't want to. And then I was laden and you know what? The rest is history. It was a stellar performance.
1: And did you befriend Jack before and be like, "Oh, like we should really like hang around together"? <laughs> no, you don't need to learn your lines. It's grand. And then you took the part. I
0: called him every day after school. To make sure he was kept busy, so he had no time to learn the lines.
1: <laughs> you signed him up for soccer.
0: Literally, I was like sabotaging. So from you day became one. Aladdin. So I became Aladdin. So then, from that, then was like the first time I was like, oh, I kind of was weak for that, and I loved performing. So that's how I ended up like going into like speech and drama, and doing acting bits. Okay. Then I auditioned for a show, Oliver. Which I was weak for because it was like, that was like a nationwide search to be in the show. And it was on in the Cork Opera House. (gasps) So I was weak. And I remember it was just so dramatic and we were kids. But I remember it was so dramatic because they brought us all onto the Opera House stage on the last round of auditions. And they had a separate room for other people who were being cut but we didn't know what was going on. I remember the pandemonium in the room and then we found out we got it. And I thought I was after... Winning the Eurovision, honestly. What I was...
1: kind of fucking stupid director does that to kids? But you know for what? Show.
0: It was unbelievable. Like, the stand of that show was unreal. And I remember, like, it ran for, like, months. Now, I was only an old workhouse child in it, like, and I remember thinking at the time I wasn't going to get into it because I was, like, I don't look like I'm famished. Like, I was very well fed. Those poor children were only eating gruel. And I was like, I remember I used I to loved like... I love the
1: way you were looking in the mirror being like, I'm not I, I'm not the right look for this but, part. But you know what?
0: It went through my head and I really wanted to be in it. So I remember, we'll say, there was like a week before the next audition, I used to do a load of sets of going up and down the stairs. Even though that obviously did nothing. But anyway, that was when then I was like, okay, I definitely want to like kind of do this. And from then I started dancing because I was like, you had to dance for one part of the show and I was like oh, I'm loving this and I was pure like helping the other lads with it oh yeah and then I remember their spot as well? I was trying to just you know take over you know what I mean so that was kind of how I started dancing then I just started taking classes then
1: what age were you then
0: uh, I was in fifth class I think when I actually started taking dance classes
1: okay yeah yeah I think I was like about 15 when I started dancing Oh really? And I used to make my best friend George and dance with me some days Or Claudia Because I used to start hanging around with each other And they'd be like come on we dance with a laugh They'd be like what? And they'd be like come on I teach you this routine
0: Oh that's sweet though
1: And I used to be teaching Marissa then the routines as well that I was making up Yeah so it's mad yeah that's how I started really. I was just dancing in my room But when came the point when you were like
0: Oh This is something that I'm actually really serious about And I'm actually quite good
1: at this so I started my own dance crew. Shout out to the paroxysm girlies. No, babe, we were Urban Reraw fans. Oh,
0: you had Urban Reraw, which I love the implements of the Irish there. Chaos, like. Chaos.
1: re means chaos in Irish. re There used to be is it radio re I don't know. There was a radio station. But we were Urban Reraw. And it was me, my friend Sarah and Michelle and Jordan. And we used like Rehearse down in a park near us Like in front of everyone Yeah And just make up routines We were rehearsing for nothing We were just making up routines
0: I love that Because with me I think it was more so maybe Because I wasn't doing hip hop I was doing like the jazzy And ballet bits That I was like Kind of kept it secretive You know what I yeah. mean? Aside from the girlies Who I did dancing with And like Podrick and Patty were in there as well It wasn't really something Like I sang about You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah,
1: I kind of kept it secret as well it's mad, though, because I always thought I was going to be a, a teacher, like a primary or secondary school teacher. Oh, right? is that what you wanted to do? Yeah, that's what I wanted to do. I used to go dancing with this girl, Chloe, right? And she was like, oh, would you ever think about auditioning for colleges? And I was like, oh, yeah. She was like, like, you can dance for... And she was the only person to be like, would you ever just do this Is like... a Career, yeah, and I was like, yeah, fuck it, I will. And then I got in, and then it's like, yeah, I'm not doing arts anymore. Everyone was up the walls, my <sighs> family were like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, I'll just do this for a year, and then I'll, I'll defer arts for a year, and then I'll go back.
0: Yeah, that was kind of my segue into it as well. Well, I ended up going to UCC for a year, yeah, and then I was like, it was weird because it was when I was there because I was someone who took like school so seriously, and even when I was in UCC, I took it pure serious. But like, my highlight of the week. Was like I was part of UCC dance And I used to love doing that mm. But then I was like Wait what happens once I graduate Like all this kind of comes to a stop You know what I yeah. mean And also because I was in uni as well I wasn't like doing dancing as often as I'd have liked yeah. to have been Like we'll say from like two years previous or whatever right. So that's the thing like I loved university But then I was like you got to follow those dreams You know what I mean I didn't want to look back in 10 years or 15 years And be like Oh, well, I wish I'd have done that. I wish I'd have given that a try. Mm. You know what I mean? Because Yeah, like,
1: I was the same. Because you can go and do, like, be a
0: mature student at any age and yeah. study something. Like, education's for life, girlies. But I was thinking, I need to go do the dancing bits while I'm young and supple.
1: That was, you know <laughs> that I mean? was my rationale as well. I was like, I can become a teacher any time in my life, but, like, you need to dance when you're young. So,
0: when you decided then that you did want to come over to, like, England and pursue it...
1: I didn't really decide that, right? So, basically, in when in the, we went to the same dance college, me and Kevin, but different years. I was a year ahead of him, right? And um, everyone was like, oh, my God, we're going to London audition for musical theater colleges. And I was like, okay, I, I should do that, too, because that's, like, what you do, apparently. Yeah. So, I started auditioning, and I was like, oh, I didn't know when you auditioned that you have to, like, do a an mon- acting monologue There's and so you have much. to sing, like, a song. Yeah. But, like... I just danced. I never went to a musical theatre school in my whole life. Yeah. So I never done a monologue. I never sang a song. So I showed up to these auditions not having a clue. And then never knew you were meant to like, sing like musical theatre songs for your audition. Oh, I love this. Pim, what are you singing? Me. Edge of Glory by Lady
0: Gaga. I love this because you weren't out before you moved to London either. No. But you sang Age of Glory. When
1: I went in there, his eyes lit up and one guy giggled. And I was like, oh my God, they love the song. <laughs> but they were just skitting because I was meant to sing fucking, I don't know, like, Somewhere Over the Rainbow or something funny.
0: But I remember when I came over, I was furious because the first gap that I auditioned for. And first of all, I was up in a heap about auditioning because I was like you know it's stressful or whatever you know what I mean and I felt as well because I dropped out of university that was the only thing the setback about having gone to university first was I felt like my life depended on this (laughs) you know what I mean and I was like well if I fucking fail at this I'm going to have to go back with my tail between my legs and everyone's going to be going, oh, Jesus Christ.
1: Oh, he got, he got big boots in the dance society. <laughs> decided to go to London and could get in anywhere.
0: Exactly. God loves a tryer. And I remember my mum was looking at me from outside the window, first of all, in the dance room. <laughs> so the door had like a window panel in it. And any time I looked to the side, I see her looking in and she'd go like that. And she'd give me like a flick of the wrist as if to say, go on, like show them.
1: I love it.
0: But as well, we had to wear like ballet attire. And there was like a white top for the lads. So, like yeah. there's like a, a skin tight white top but sure I never had the uniform really Yeah. so I just had a thermal vest from Penny that was white but I was in a bog sweat because it was thermal so I was red raw at the time but anyway I went in to do my song and my monologue and I was like you know what I'm going to pull it back here with the monologue because I've been doing this gig all my life Like I've been preparing for this Yeah Anyway the bitch stopped me After two lines of my monologue So I'm literally Here I am getting into character I took a moment I paused I went to the side I got into it Brought it back I wasn't even a line in And the fucker stopped me I was so allergic I literally looked up at him And I was like Are you fucking serious Wait
1: what do you stop you for?
0: He was like, we heard enough. Not because I was iconic. Although maybe... Did you get in? No, I hadn't even gotten into the crux of it. I was going on about... I'd like a cry and all in my monologue.
1: But did you get in?
0: I got in. But at the same time, I was like... I'm after paying for a flight over here. which at least listened to my little spiel? But maybe you
1: got into the college.
0: But he was still rude. (laughs) But yes, that was my first audition. So I was a bit up in a heap. And as well, I felt like... When I came over... Just all the English lads who were auditioning for the schools were just so much more well prepared for like what was coming. You know what I mean? Yeah. I felt like a fish out of water, really. I
1: feel like it was weird because I do think Irish performers especially, I don't know if it's just in dance or in other professions, but coming from Ireland when you make the move to England or if you're going to England for an audition it's like your whole life depends on it it's like we're making this effort and we're like leaving everything behind and like Mm -hmm. we're going for our dreams and especially it's it's against everything you're told to do in Ireland exactly and then you get here and you're like you're like oh my god this is the biggest thing in the world to me and then there's someone next to you being like yeah I don't know if I'm going (laughs) to take like this one or this college, yeah. like and they're like, Oh, I've done this summer camp twice, like I just know this routine.
0: I think it's a case of in Ireland, even to this day, we still only view academic subjects or academic professions as like careers that are worthwhile. Yeah. Whereas anything in the arts still we, we still kinda think, Oh yeah, and he's doing that fashion thing or yeah. isn't that lovely? Or, you know, she's gone to the school of music to play the clarinet. And it's very much not taken seriously, mm-hmm. or people think, oh, but what are you going to do? You know what I mean?
1: That's so true, actually. It's because, like, over here you can study dance as, like, your leaving leave- subject with yeah. like your A-levels. Yeah, exactly.
0: But that's the thing. Outside of art and music, yeah, the Irish education system really doesn't, like, cater to other creative realms. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah,
1: what about the dancers, girl? Let's... Like, imagine
0: if I could have busted out a solo to Pink or Robin when I was in <laughs> sixth year. I'd have had them... Um, Florence, you know what I mean? And what a skit we'd have had doing it as well. And loads of people would come out earlier. <laughs> you, exactly. It would have just been like yeah. because the only other lads in the boys school would be doing it, they'd all be like
1: Britney. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Imagine the carry-on at lunchtime and all the different groups of lads in their squads breaking out into routines. Oh love it, I'd have loved it.
1: Planning for your next trip? Life is full of
0: awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: What I think is so weird, though, right? Is that the dance industry is such like an anomaly? Like, there's no other industry. Like the dance industry Yeah Where else would you go for a job interview And then they go Okay yeah you got the job Which are going to be fired in three weeks Like when you book a dance job Like you Sometimes you like do it for like a month Or like three weeks And then you have to go You're unemployed again And find a new one
0: It's so weird Because I remember When I was like contemplating A career in the arts or in theatre I was like That excited me Because I was like Oh it's something different every day
1: Yeah When you're booking, then Yeah, when you're booking
0: gigs. But, like, it's also petrifying, isn't it? Because, like, even, like, the best dancers who are working at the moment, you never know when that next gig is coming through. So you're like, oh, well, I'm getting paid this amount, but this could potentially have to last me for the next three months. You know what I mean? Pay in general is such a huge issue. Because, like, in what other profession would you have people advertising work? And these are, like, people with a budget... But thinking that they can get away with paying creatives half nothing. Because they have no yeah. concept of how much work was into it. Or they might be like, oh, can you like do a dance there to this piece of music and I'll pay you whatever. Or it'll be, you can have it for your CV. It's good exposure. And it's you're like, so funny. I- imagine asking an architect to do a job for you and going, oh, it would look great in your CV. We don't have it in the budget, though, to pay you this time. Yeah. You go, well, I'm not doing it. It's so weird. Because it's my job and... The term job suggests that I'm going to be paid for the work But you know what I mean Like stop working for nothing And the thing is when people take those jobs Then that are shit paid It it drives the industry down So it just like it collapses You know what I mean Isn't it mad as well Like what teachers used to get away with Like in training You know what I mean Mm. Like I remember even when I went to audition for another place And it was where I really wanted to go um, in my head When I was like Auditioning initially I was like I really want to go here Right And I remember Because all the fellas Were pure righty Who came out of there But uh, <laughs> but I remember As part of the audition We had to do our own solo In front of the founder Of the college right Yeah So It was all well and good And I had prepared One this is hilarious I'd come out that year So I obviously wanted to do Something pure and meaningful So I did it to an instrumental version Of Macklemore's Same love <laughs> Obviously, like, iconic or whatever, right? So I'm doing the Spot routine. the
1: small-town gay coming out via <laughs> dance solo.
0: But anyway, so I did it. And I was pure, like, I used to love choreographing as well. So I was, like a Especially pure when into it's coming it. coming from a real place. You know what I mean? Anyway, cut to me doing the solo, right? Literally leaving my heart in the room a panel up above about four I was obviously shitting it anyway right yeah and I stop and I'm in a box of sweat and I'm puffing and panting. I'm literally like okay you need to like you know that moment where you're like okay I need them to think that I'm really fit yeah. so you're trying not to breathe heavily but like also you're Dying. like you need an inhaler so I you literally like oh my god and the founder just stopped me and she said in a really posh British accent she went did you choreograph that yourself and I went uh, yes but you had to call her by her name I'm not going to say her name because yeah. everyone knows her well the average Joe won't know who she is But I don't want to say her She's name She's
1: known in the biz girl She's known
0: in the biz <laughs> But she goes Did you go or go that yourself?" And I went um, Yes miss Whatever And then she went Hmm Was it about the IRA <laughs> And I remember going Yes But like it took me a second In my head to compute Because I thought It was so Explicitly known what the song was about I was like oh they'll obviously get it The fact that it's called Same Love I was like they'll know it's just about me being like homosexual right <laughs> And I was just kind of looking And then another fellow who was sitting at the desk Who I presume was a gay man Because I'm sure he was close to tears at the routine yeah. But he kind of looked over to her as if to say What the fuck <laughs> And then I just went um, And then I clicked while she was on about it I was like is she actually on about the IRA And I went Oh no I goes no 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 I goes um. Oh no Like I'd have zero involvement with that <laughs> Cause I
1: just panicked Don't worry babe I'm not going to bring that mess into your college But literally I was like What the heck And then she was like Oh And then I was like She's left to, to ring in the police in the meantime <laughs> Come get Kevin But then I was like Oh should I tell her what it was about And yeah. then I was like
0: "Um, Well actually I was like I'm I'm actually gay Right? shit no like sure, I c-
1: <laughs> So was every other fella that just came in
0: <laughs> But I was like And I came out to my family My friends whatever Went off in this big spiel about me coming out And then she just went Oh I thought it was about the IRA <laughs>
1: <laughs> And I was just like what the heck That's God. so funny But you know what I mean Like well, People do say ridiculous shit to you Like uh, over the years Like what are the most ridiculous things you've heard said to you in like the industry I
0: remember like some of the shit that was like said to other people like my friend Zoe who has this gorgeous like curly hair yeah and like she gets a lot of work now because she's so stunning and does a lot of hair shows because she's this gorgeous hair yeah she was told by one of our teachers to shave her head (laughs) and I was like what and she was like yeah like this teacher told me to shave my head and she was like, yeah, like, I'm really considering it. And I was like, babe, you're gorgeous. Like, you probably still look gorgeous shaving your head. as yeah. like, But don't go
1: shaving your head just because your man's telling you to do it. Do you know what I mean? It's so funny. Like, I remember a dance director of ours before going, girls, if you are craving chocolate, break it in half, smell it, deep breath, so the smell goes to the back of your throat, and then put it away. I'm like... That's what? like giving people a lot of eating disorders
0: You know what I mean That's the other side of it then as well Like because Even from a male perspective I remember when I first came over I mean I saw the lads who were in like final year And they were all these like mm. Pure tanks And they were like huge And I was like oh my god Like even from then like From my first year I was like Oh you need to look a certain way Yeah And even for the girls then It would like, the pressure is just as much, you know what I mean? To, like, fit in a certain mould of what a dancer needs to look like.
1: Yeah, there was, like, I'm not going to say I hadn't eaten sort because of, I didn't at all. Yeah. But there definitely was a stage where that really got to me. So, like, when I was auditioning for colleges, I used I to, like, not eat meals. I used to, like, eat, like, really, like, like minimal food in the day. And yeah. I used to be wrecked. Really? Because I was, I was really afraid that when I went to an audition in England that they would go, like, take your top off. Yeah, Because you know they just randomly say to you in some auditions so like... weird. Tops off lads, me. It's so
0: weird, like, you could literally, instead of going to a dance college for three years and training as a dancer and breaking your back, just go to the gym for three years because the amount of auditions I've come over to, right, and you're in a group with a load of other lads and then they'll just be like, oh lads, tops off. But I remember I was doing this audition for like this revival show, right, and then the director just turned to the choreographer after it's learned this routine like for ages. And he was like, oh, isn't this the number where the boys have the tops off? And I remember the choreographer kind of going, oh, I don't think so. Like, you were telling him, <laughs> hey, like, this hadn't been discussed. And he was like, yeah, it is.
1: Oh, he just wanted to see you at your tops I off. I think
0: so, you know what I mean? I was pure like, what the
1: heck? You know what I mean? That's so grimy. Weird, isn't it? It's just a bit weird. After college, um, so obviously I was out, out, out and auditioning, like, and the amount of funny shit like thank god it stopped getting to me i used to really get to me and really get me down because i used to be like i feel like i'm a good dancer why am i not booking these gigs because yeah but like i used to be on auditions i remember like i killed this routine like i was definitely the best in my group that was dancing right and then the guy just looked up and goes you're such a good dancer and i was like oh my god like like i'm booking this job he goes but your hair is way too short and you're really pale like you're almost translucent And then he goes So I'm gonna have to cut you And then he cut me That's horrible So he basically just goes You're a really good dancer But you're an ugly fuck And you leave Oh my god me Yeah okay And then I just left And I just burst into Fucking laughter Because if I didn't laugh I'd cry And then like my friend Emma Was going into audition And I was like he just told me I was he just told me I was as pale as a ghost and I can't book the job.
0: Oh my god! Well, that's kind of almost xenophobic against all Irish people going in. I know. Imagine us going in and them going, "You're too pale."
1: Also, babe, I can put on fake tan for the gig. Yeah, exactly.
0: I was going to say that. All I needed some Sally Hage sort me out. <laughs> Give me some
1: Sally Hansen and I'd be grand. I'll pop
0: down to pennies and get a bottle. What What has been like the funnest job you've done like when you were dancing? I think I know what the answer is going to be. What? But you go first, and I'm
1: gonna. See yeah, I no, I, like one of my favourite dance related jobs was when I taught a summer camp in Germany with Aideen and my other friend Emma, our friend Emma, um, and we just taught, it was like a special needs uh, dance camp, but all Aww. of them spoke German and none of them spoke English and I don't speak German, so we just had a skit, it was me and the two girlies, they both spoke German and I used to just be like, come on guys, I'd be like, Christ in the circle? Because Christ is like circle in German isn't it? Well I don't know I never did German It definitely isn't and I'm so sorry Christ! But I used to be like choose it's Morgan. That Let me see in the morning That's all I knew <laughs> And I and the, the kids used to just be loving me And I used Aww. to be loving them We just communicated through dance And it was just beautiful That's lovely isn't it? That was more like one of my favourite jobs like. But also
0: I think we need to segue into this Because most of the listeners won't know this So PJ actually appeared in the semi-finals of Britain's Got Talent And he's very modest about it So most of you won't Shut know up. But it was under the alias of a cat Because <laughs> he was actually part of the dance troupe sensation Pause for thought
1: It's pause with soul but Pause with
0: soul I always say pause for thought That was the name of a, a dog grooming gaff down in the wooden middle Douglas and I thought it was a very clever play on words. You were pause with soul. You just Sorry. My eye. Yeah. But is
1: it pause? Pause as in like.
0: I know, a dog's an pause, or a cat in your case. Um, But is it P A W Z <laughs> with I soul? I forget,
1: was there a Z? It was okay. definitely. There was def- it was the pause with soul, anyway, and we got to the semis, thank you very much. And
0: he was in a dance group, but it was for those of you who are mad into your Britain's Got Talent. It was... You were a load of cats and dogs.
1: <laughs> You're making it out to I'm making it to be, a be
0: shocking. No, I would have been weak if I'd have been on the semifinals of Britain's Got Talent.
1: Basically, my friend Wolf got asked to put together a group for Britain's Got Talent, so he got all Your of... Your friend
0: Wolf, but he <laughs> played the part of a dog. There's a lot of animals going he on here. He
1: was a choreographer. He wasn't in it. Oh. But, like, it was, like, all people, all dancers that he knew, he just put us together and was like, will you do this thing? And I was like, oh, I don't want to be, like... A cat. an act in... <laughs> I you like, don't like cats I was like I don't really want to be an act in Prince Got Talent and just be known for like being on Prince, for prince being the ca- and
0: most people know you from like that's what's happened most people know you from your. <laughs> sorry was people knowing you from your appearance on britain Got Talent, this is the cat.
1: <laughs> no, but he was like, it's fine because they won't see your face. You're oh, gonna okay. You to be in, like, outfits. Like, and I was like, oh, okay, that's grand. So you
0: didn't want the notoriety from it? No. Really?
1: No, I didn't want to be on Britain's Got Talent. Like, I wanted why? To, I don't know. I just thought of, I wanted to just, like... Why didn't I just... I just didn't want to be on it as, like... A,
0: you didn't want to seem desperado, was it? I see a lot of the people going on those shows, that I think... Christ they're desperate or just give them a chance because they need this if they're given a no they're going to yeah I just didn't
1: want to be like oh I spent like loads of years training to then join to be a cat
0: (laughs) but you did it anyway which is the important thing tell us how are Sorry it? now,
1: but you fucking dance a full routine with a cat's head on your head. It's fucking hard. Was it really tough? I couldn't see a fucking thing. Really? Of oh course, you couldn't see nothing. And I was sweating.
0: Did you have a name for your cat? No. Felicity, I feel.
1: But I was the gay cat. So if you watch the oh. performance, if you type in Prince Got Helen, pause with soul, I'm the gay cat.
0: So that's Britain's Got Talent, Pause With Soul.
1: I think it's a scream. I think you. it's a laugh.
0: Oh my God. I remember watching it at home because you invited me to go see it. But I not know what I was doing that I couldn't go. Oh, it was out in the back ass of nowhere, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. It was out ages away and I was like, oh. I know I should have supported, but if you were all wearing hats or masks, sure I wouldn't have known which one was you. anyway, so I couldn't really cheer for you, you know what I mean? But I just think, isn't that a fun little tidbit? Yeah. A fun little fun fact that you were in, but not many people can say. Oh my god, I was in the semis of Britain's Got Talent. And no one knows. And nobody knows It well, was you. They didn't know. Like you can just walk down Stratford High Street, and people won't bat an eyelid because they don't know your alias as the gay cat Felicity on Britain's Got Talent. That's <laughs> amazing. Wasn't Felicity, what I'm would getting... it have been if you could pick? If you could go back and pick? I don't know. <laughs> just pick a name. for the I I think it was Felicity. Okay, Felicity. Okay, sorry, we're going on way too much. But I look. don't
1: think we can actually talk about this. I did sign an NDA that I wouldn't reveal that. No,
0: point. who who's listening to this? Some BGT superfan going, "Oh my god, it was PJ Kirby all along."
1: But it, they could sue me. Like,
0: I don't care. It's good content, so we're keeping it in. <laughs>
1: sorry about it. But I actually did sign an NDA with who. The contracts don't last years and years and years. I think they do. That's like the. Key point of
0: them who's listening to this podcast the girlies at home you weren't on if you're on Ireland's Got Talent and they told you then I'd say okay maybe a few people might have seen you
1: we have English listeners too. Oh, Britain's
0: Got Talent is probably bigger yeah do you remember the fella from Ireland's Got Talent who won it he played the spoons how funny the first year of it (laughs) he played the spoons isn't that just brilliant you couldn't write
1: out no let's talk about your embarrassing job of when you had to dress up in a leather tongue and dance for an old man for his birthday how about that
0: (laughs) That's why, do, why don't we talk
1: about that? What's don't... worse? Putting a cat head on for a talent show or wearing a leather jockstrap and crawling around on the floor for a 50-year-old's birthday cake? No, Which okay. worse?
0: So that was my charity work in on the In a casino. Side.
1: It was in the... Where was it? I heard, were you on a lead? Do you have a collar?
0: <laughs> so basically, there was this Millionaire 60th happening, right? And they were looking for dancers because he was obsessed with Priscilla the Musical. And wanted us all to do like an abridged version of Priscilla the musical. The money was unreal and we were only doing one night of it. I was like this will be a skit and it's for a gay for of 60. So I was like and he's a millionaire so I thought he could have a few millionaire friends at it. And you only had to sleep with him once. <laughs> <laughs> and I could do a few <laughs> networking bits afterwards. You know what I mean? Yeah. But oh my god it was so weird.
1: Obviously babe No but when like You're getting hired for the millionaire's birthday Who's doing a reenactment of a musical in a casino I
0: know but like I love Priscilla So I was like Oh my god This is going to be a scream Anyway Cut forward to the performance right We were doing in the Hippodrome Casino In Leicester Square In the theatre there Where Magic Mike is on Which we still haven't seen by the way And I feel like we should Nah Is it a bit too masculine Is yeah, it a bit too toxic much toxic masculinity Is it I actually feel like it could be But also Also kind of righty I'm gonna be gagging for a bit of magic Mike post-quarantine. Yeah, ride. I say what Lizard. Anyway, we're doing the gig and we're getting given our costumes beforehand. And your man, who 60 it was, has very much like um an involved role in everything. So he'd ordered all the costumes and he'd actually made some of the the headpieces for the drag queens, right? And then he produced my costume and it was a uh, leather chaps, right? And then he brings him up and he was like, Oh. The other part's not here. And I was like, what? <laughs> and he was like, oh, it's just the Atlas Chaps. What are we going to do? But did a very, like, it sounded very staged. Roars, and I was kind of yeah. going,
1: what the heck? And what was the other part that was meant to arrive with the Atlas Chaps? With Atlas
0: Chaps, you know what I mean? And I was kind of going, what the heck? And I had to wear, um, uh, it sounds kind of iconic, black angel wings with it as well. And I was kind of going, oh, right. Like, I didn't really want my haul out in... The Hippodrome Casino, really, in front of a load of randomers doing my dancing bit, <laughs> And I remember then, so, like, it was a really rushed rehearsal. Right? And we hadn't... Really? The
1: show sounds so
0: <laughs> We hadn't really, like, choreographed to It's Raining Men. And it was, like, the finale. And he knew some gay BBC weatherman who actually came on in the screen and was like, oh, No one can leave the Hippodrome tonight because there's actually been a storm. It was very elaborate. (laughs) And the lighting kind of was, like, made to represent some, I don't know, lightning, presumably. And then we came out in these raincoats, which we then ripped off to reveal, like, some, like, Aussie bomb underwear, right?
1: That's iconic.
0: It was kind of iconic, but I remember we were just, like, freestyling for, like, four minutes, and, like, any dancers listening... I'm not fond of a freestyle lasts longer than 30 seconds, you know what I mean? Who is? It, who is, so like, I was up in a heap and I was like, but I was doing death jumpy bits, I was doing this place, but I had a scream, it was very random, I remember afterwards, because it was like, I think I'd only graduated like two weeks or something, and I ended up doing it, and I was like, this is very peculiar. <laughs> I was like, this is very
1: weird, I was like, are all my jobs going to be like this? Presumably. Meantime, I'm fucking coughing up hairballs back at the flat. <laughs> Uh, So like I always get asked this right But if you could go back Yeah Would you have like still pursued your dream And like dropped out of UCC Or would you have stayed in there Like knowing now what it's like Um I wouldn't have changed a thing right That was iconic
0: I really enjoyed like my experience training I loved all of it I've some like Amazing friends that I'm still really close with Mm -hmm. I probably wouldn't have met you if I hadn't pursued it So there's like that element I probably wouldn't be living in London And again Like, though I'm still like pursuing a career in the arts Like, I've always just been interested in theatre and performance in general Mm -hmm. And like, just being creative And that's what that was for me, you know what I mean? And as well, like, I had some skit Like when I came over here to train Like we'd laugh Like me and my friend Lucy Like in college All of them really right But me and my friend Lucy We used to be (laughs) Screaming Crying like some days You know what I mean I'm not one to live with regrets And like I said like I could always go back to education At any day You know what I mean But like I think a career in the arts Whatever way you pursue it Like It doesn't just set you up To be In a chorus line Or to be In cats Mm -hmm. You know what I mean it sets you up for
1: life. It it moulds your character, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. So, like, people always ask me as well, they're like, oh, like, I'm thinking about, like, pursuing dance, or I'm thinking about, like, pursuing singing or performing, and they're like, I don't know, what should I do, like, because it's not a secure career. And I'm like, yeah, it's not, right? And obviously it's going to be really hard, and you're going to, like, psychologically be challenged and stuff like this, but... It's so fucking exciting. Yeah. You have an absolute scream. You have so many funny stories with your friends, and your, when, especially if you have other performer friends. Yeah. And it does open doors that usually you wouldn't have even thought of. Like, I definitely wouldn't have moved to London if I um, didn't pursue dancing. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't have learned half the skills I have now. I wouldn't have built my confidence to what it is now. I wouldn't be working in, like, a creative agency or, like, doing yeah. this. Like, this podcast it, itself is... Yeah, wouldn't have happened. It's just I, another creative outlet. Exactly. You know I mean? So I do think even if you don't end up doing for the rest of your life that one thing you like went for, like dancing, it was for me. Yeah. Um, you're definitely gonna take the skills you've learned in that and apply it to all other stuff. So yeah. anytime someone does ask me like, should I just go like what do you think I should do, I'm always like, do the riskier thing that you're you want to do anyway. Do what you want to do. Yeah, because if someone's asking me should I follow this? I'm like, you know you want to, so just fucking do it. Yeah, right? exactly. I remember
0: there was a Jim Carrey quote that kind of stood out to me when I was, like, contemplating dropping out of university. Because for me, that was, like, a big deal. Obviously, Because I was always, yeah. like, a nerd and stuff. And I didn't even remember... I think I spoke about this previously, but I was more anxious about how my parents were going to react to me dropping out of UCC than I was about me coming out. You know what I mean? And that's mad, isn't it? And, and like, even my dad, I think took me telling him that I was dropping out of UCC. Like, he took it worse than when I told him I was gay. But anyway, the Jim Carrey quote was, you can fail at what you don't want, so you might as well take a chance on doing what you love. You know what I mean? Because, like...
1: I love that. Also, lads, take right now as an example. Like, we never knew this was going to happen. We never knew you we were going to be quarantined and like, you, The future is uncertain, so just go for what you want when you can. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's my kind of mantra, I Okay guys, on our favourite section of the week Mam Knows Best The first question is to Phil Toomey
0: and she has been asked Quarantine has got me thinking Is it ever too late to apologise To someone? Oh. That seems kind of Dubious, doesn't but it? But you'll be
1: sitting with your thoughts You know what That's I mean? That's the thing,
0: you would be Second guessing every Life choice made to date During these quarantine times <laughs> So my mam has come in with I suppose isolating during coronavirus is giving us all a lot of food for thought. We're using that time to look at ourselves and how our behaviour impacts on others. It's very deep, isn't oh. it? Very deep episode, I feel, I it? I love it. An apology when it's truly from the heart can only be a good thing. It doesn't matter how much time has passed or what went on. It's your conscience telling you to sort it out and do the right thing. Two small but powerful words. Dot dot dot. I'm sorry. And yes... That was dramatic. We all struggle to use them. That's like... That's like a poem, is it? What the fuck, Phil? You kind of hit us with that. I wasn't expecting.
1: I'm shook to the core. Oh my God. A plus for that. The ellipsis sent The me. ellipsis
0: I was living for. Well, she knows know, how guys. to construct a message. She she's, knows.
1: She's getting very good. Dramatic.
0: I suppose, like, yeah, I'm always... Yeah I'm just kind of in agreement with my mum I know it's tough to say I'm sorry sometimes You know what I mean Especially if you think that you're in the right But like I would just say like yeah As opposed to like Affecting you and like Coming up on your conscience I'd just be like nah I'm sorry
1: Yeah if it's affecting you this much Definitely Just do it Just do it yeah But then like if you get in trouble Like don't blame us In trouble for what? I do like. We don't know what she's apologizing for like.
0: Oh yeah. Are you turning like, yourself in? You mean.
1: Or like, I'm so sorry. Like I. For killing, murdered or cat <sighs> because you were she was annoying me. Have
0: you killed someone? Have you killed someone? Call her.
1: Stop <laughs> me being accessory. <laughs> what? We be necessary to murder. Oh funk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so on to my man. So her question was, any tips on how not to murder your family during lockdown asking for a friend? That's brilliant. (laughs) Iconic. I feel like they'd be killing each other. Yeah, I know. Shall we be nearly killing each other as well?
0: Yeah, it's usually the Wednesday that we have our fight. (laughs) So we kind of, yesterday had a bit of a fight. It's weird that it's on the Wednesday, isn't it? Isn't it? Pump day. Yeah, probably it's just coming
1: to midweek and I'm kind of like, oh. Yeah, still going. Anyway. And you're pure annoying. Go on. My man goes... Dear listener, this is a very difficult time for everyone during lockdown. Um, what you need to do is think about the positives here. Of course, you are going to have your down days, but let me tell you, you are very lucky to have your family. You can plan your days. Do things together like cooking, tidying rooms and going for walks as you are still allowed to go out together from the same house, but also keep your social distance. That's exactly, what preach. Then give yourself some free time in the house. To do crosswords or anything like that because finding time for yourself is also important. Depends on where you are, but if you have a garden, maybe spend some time there or do some chores like that you like to do. You'll be cleaning the gap. I love the chores. But you are very lucky to have each other. As for everyone else who is listening alone, it can be more difficult. Oh, that's breaking my heart now. Um, you will get over this. Be kind to each other. Stay safe. Yeah. That's breaking my heart Because my mum is like Self-isolating by herself By herself in the house Yeah because And it's like It's hard because I wanted To go back Obviously to like Self-isolate there as well But I was just terrified That I would like Yeah Kill
0: my mum Exactly That's (laughs) my fear That's the
1: reason I kind of stay put Yeah so like I'm ringing her every day But like She's so What's going
0: on? Who's fucking singing?
1: (gasps) Their cat's fighting
0: Why this That's what the thumping is upstairs Is it? That's coming from up above us <gasps> It's in, it's in the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> It is It's not Oh, it's cause the window in the bathroom's
1: open <laughs> That's
0: very loud
1: or something, they're <laughs> in pain <laughs> They're having sex Yuck Stop rubbing in our faces are they even bark? Well, if they are, I'm not Oh, kittens <gasps> Cats! Stop interrupting them, cock block. Oh, they're just doing bits. What are you up It's the Jellical Ball, babe. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god,
0: they heard that Felicity from Paws with Soul is here. <laughs> <laughs> they're all your fans outside, babe. <laughs> 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 On the roof.
1: But like, I did. They're still going at it, but anyway, we're just going to have to ignore it. But, like, yeah, so I'm ringing her every day. Yeah. And, like, I'm just making sure she's okay. But, like, I'm so proud of my mom. Like, she's doing her meditation bits. She's, like... I love that Doing her yoga bits. She's keeping herself busy in the garden. She's cleaning up the shed. She's literally unreal and like my sister's calling up to her alright but like talking like at a distance at the yeah. front door because they like obviously can't see each other Yeah. but like yeah ma'am, just know I love you and I'm sending you all your love and people who are complaining about being with their family I know it's really hard
0: it is tough especially if you're like in a small gap. yeah like one of the reasons well, I was like I can't go home I couldn't be going back to six of us underneath the one roof you know what I mean mm-hmm.
1: but then also realise like to try and be there for each other because I know it's hard but like Everyone's going through their own shit, so just be like, Oh, do you need a second to be alone? And yeah. then you don't have to spend every second of every day together. Yeah, just exactly. As you're in the gas. Try and find some alone time. Like, it's
0: so important. Like, whether it's you going for your walk, whether it's you just staying in your bedroom
1: or whatever. Whether it's you popping in like a podcast. Yeah, you know what I
0: mean? exactly. And just kind of shut yourself out from it because it can be a bit overwhelming. Like, even us, like, how well do we get on with each other? And sometimes I'm like, Oh my god, it's just the two of us in the one house all... Like, it's a lot like...
1: But if there is someone just being a bit toxic and annoying you in the gap, you could always start to, like, you're being a jar. So, like, you have to throw, like, a euro in it every time they're being a mog.
0: I love that. And then you can go for, like, a huge session then. Yeah, with the mog money. With the mog money for whoever was being the least moggy at the end of it. Gets Gets the money. I love it. I love the jar. And
1: you can have a mog leaderboard. Would we start one? You'd be poor if we started a mug
0: <laughs> Oh, no. I think you'd be putting more money into the night No, uh, babe. I'm grand. Oh, and we'd have to have a tap one. You'd have to be able to tap because you're not meant to... Have coins. Have coins. they pure nothing. Maybe doctrine.
1: set a leaderboard.
0: Yeah, and then and you can then translate that translate to money.
1: Translate that to monetary value. <laughs> <laughs> that was Man Knows Best. Love it. So, long story short, girlies. Just go for it. Because if you follow your dreams, you won't regret it.
0: Exactly. And if you shoot for the moon at least you'll fall amongst the stars is that the quote
1: since when did this become like a live laugh love podcast I know thing? I'm
0: hating this part of it but also follow your dreams cause
1: follow those dreams girls
0: you deserve it live your life
1: you do live your life you can't plan for tomorrow <laughs> We're still going on <laughs> anyway anyway girlies remember to live
0: laugh and love and if you're looking for a motivational speaker to speak at your schools
1: call Brittany <laughs> I just love her Insta I love her at the moment. moment. Go on, girlies, we'll have to watch Britney on Insta. See, girlies, bye, 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 bye. bye, bye. bye love bye, you, Lords, bye bye bye, 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 bye. 5, Bye. 7, 8, bye. <laughs> Hold up, what was that?